Fresh 107.9 FM la Beluma Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music
Good morning and welcome to another edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the city of Abeokuta. I am Lulu Fadoju. And on Freshly Pressed, we get to look into the papers, get details of the stories in the papers this morning, get some perspective from an analyst, and then you also get to share your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. I'll be looking through the Punch newspaper and the Vanguard newspaper this morning to get stories for you, uh, stories that made the headlines uh, once again. It's still Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. off this morning on Freshly Pressed. I'll be starting with the Vanguard newspaper. Customs CG attacks reps for reopening of e-customs modernization project probe. You have that there in the Vanguard newspaper. Away from this, Hoodlums bomb police station kill officers in Imo. The criminalizing suicide attempts. That's a piece there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. There's wealth in farming. Oyetola tells youths. Anti-torture act Court grants MRA leave to move against AGF. Away from this will appeal outcome of primary poll or show APC faction. That story is there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning and still taking headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. 2023 presidency court dismisses suit challenging Atiku's citizenship eligibility. Also in 2023, Tinubu won't defect from APC. Support group vows. That story is also there in the Vanguard newspaper. Strike. Asu. FG. Meet today. Bad fuel. Independent marketers. Short filling stations. Stop playing politics with electoral act. Presidency tells interest groups how to effectively end kidnapping banditry across Nigeria. That's coming from Obasanjo. IPOB blasts Southeast governors for weekly closure of markets. Banks on Monday. Alert 2.9 billion naira fraud. Ex-Emo governor Okorocha for arraignment tomorrow. There'll be credible elections in 2023. That's coming from Jonathan. There's still more headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. Nance gives federal government one-week ultimatum over ASU strike. That's also there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. I'll take one or two more headlines from the same paper before turning to the Punch newspaper. We have this one. 2023, Alimosho political leaders endorse Tinumbu for president. Abia 2023, Iquano PDP stakeholders disown purported communicate on Guba zoning. That story is also there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Away from this now to the Punch newspaper for a couple of headlines. Uh, that made stories that rather a couple of headlines. Yes, from the Punch newspaper. You have uh, this one. Kano 2023. No meeting between Senator Barao and Duje's son. That's coming from an aide. Alba Chiari is worse than Evans, but has backing in high places. That's coming from a lawyer at King Bolu. Kirby government denies 13 abducted schoolgirls marriage to bandits. 
Our story is there in the Punch newspaper. Rivers PDP denies meddling in APC crisis. Alleged smear campaign. Still taking headlines from the Punch newspaper. I have chronic diabetes. Abba Kiari tells court. That story is also there. Politics, my generation should step down, says Obasanjo. And the final headline I'll be taking from the Punch newspaper this morning, fuel subsidy. Labor fumes as IMF warns federal government against fresh borrowing. Those are the headlines that made uh, those are the headlines of the papers this morning. I'll be going on a quick break. When I return, I'll be taking details of those stories before I turn to my analysts for some perspectives. Stick around, it's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. This isn't a fight, I right? it's more like a battle. So you gotta come through from jump. Show them you have too much heart to get bypassed. Because you and I both know nobody's playing in these streets. See, if you hold back, you lose. If you get cold feet, you freeze. That leaves only one way to go, really. And that's hard. So show up, show out, show yourself. Battle for your dream. Only the best stories from the very best dancers will make it to Global Battle of the Year Nigeria. The search for Niger's unlimited dance talents. Watch the next generation of greats go from the streets to winning mega millions and repping Niger on the world stage in Europe on Glow TV from February 2022. Get the Glow TV app at myglowtv.com. Glow Battle of the Year Nigeria. Dance Unlimited. Welcome back. Yes, let's get to details of the stories in the papers. Um, while, while we were, you know, while we were on the break, you know, we're having conversations, the background. But uh, let's get to what we have in the papers this morning. So maybe uh, Akim Karim will be able to share, you know, some of the stories he was sharing with me earlier on. But let's get to it in the Punch newspaper. Politics. My generation should step down, says Obasanjo. Former President Olusha Gwabasanjo on Monday called on the old generation of Nigerians to give way for younger generation to build a prosperous nation. According to him, rather than compete, the old generation should collaborate with younger people and provide them with the requisite knowledge and experience to transform the country. That story is there in the Punch newspaper. Moving from this now to another story from the same paper, fuel subsidy, labor fumes as IMF warns federal government against fresh borrowings. 
Following the federal government's plan to extend the fuel subsidy regime by 18 months, the International Monetary Fund has said Nigeria will likely depend on overdraft from the Central Bank of Nigeria to fund its proposed 2.55 trillion naira petrol subsidy bill. The IMF said this in its Nigeria Selected Issues Papers report, which was prepared by a staff team of the fund as background documentation for its periodic consultation with Nigeria. According to the report, fuel subsidy negatively affects the country's fiscal position, increasing fiscal deficit. That story is also there in the Ponch newspaper. Let's move from this now, also from the Ponch newspaper in Ogun State. Ogun shorts schools over installation of new Oba. Ogun State Governor Dakwa Biodun has ordered that all schools in Ijebui. should be shut down on Wednesday over the installation of a new Orimolusi. The punch had reported earlier that Ijebuibu had been without a traditional ruler for 28 years. But recently, the Abiodun-led government approved the nomination of Prince Lawrence Jayoba Adebajo as the new Oba of the community after it was selected by a committee. That story is also there in the Punch newspaper this morning. Let's move to the Vanguard newspaper for a couple of stories. Will appeal outcome of primary poll Oshun APC faction. The faction of the All Progressives Congress APC in Oshun State yesterday rejected the result of the party's primary held last Saturday. The Governor Abdul Razak Abdurrahman-led committee had, after the governorship primary election, declared Governor Adibuyegao Yetola as the winner of the exercise. However, the faction led by Razak Salinsile in a statement said it will appeal its outcome. Our story runs on and on there in the Vanguard newspaper. I'll take a few more stories before turning to my analyst. As this one, also coming from Obasanjo, how to effectively end kidnapping banditry across Nigeria. It has these riders, says older politicians must step aside for young leaders to take over affairs of the nation fg states should tackle twin menace of out of school children youth unemployment nigeria can't forge ahead without prioritizing nation building let's go to details of that story former president olusha gombasanjo has called on older politicians to step aside but work closely with younger leaders in powerful positions to fashion ways to tackle nigeria's insecurity Obasanjo made the call when he spoke at the 2022 Muritala Mohammed Foundation annual lecture in Abuja on Monday, stressing that the continued violence and insurgency across the country required urgent attention. This is as Governor Kairi Fayemi of Ekiti State called for a new social compact between the government and the rest of the society to secure the citizenry. The theme of the event was Beyond Boko Haram addressing insurgency, banditry, kidnapping across Nigeria story runs on and on there. Okay, let me take one or two things from uh, Basanjo's statement. Speaking, Basanjo insisted that tackling Nigeria's security challenges must begin from the roots to secure a permanent solution. Let's move from this now to another story from oh, in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. That's the last story I'll be taking. Customs, C- Customs CG attacks reps for reopening of e-customs modernization project probe. 
A melodrama on Monday engulfed the public hearing of the Joint Committees on Customs and Excise, Finance and Banking and Currency of the House of Representatives probing the delay in the takeoff of Nigeria Customs Service e-Customs Modernization Project. The project, when completed, was expected to automate the activities of the service, streamline the finances and stop revenue leakages from the system. The committee said Nigeria was currently losing about 8.810 billion naira annually, rather billion dollars annually, from non-implementation of the project, adding that the project was projected to generate about 176.2 billion dollars within the next within the 20 years concession period. In a presentation to the committee, jointly chaired by Liki Abejide, Victor Nwokolo. And James Faliki, Minister of Finance, Zainab Ahmed, who was represented at the hearing by the Director of um Finance, Stephen Okon, said there was pending court cases which had delayed the project. She noted that the suits were three and as such could not continue. A story runs on and on there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. It's time I turn to my analyst for some perspective on some of the stories and more. Good morning, Akim Karim, and good to have you on the program. Lulu, good morning. Okay, let's start with this one uh, coming from uh, former President Olusegun Obasanjo saying that his generation of politicians should step aside and uh, they should look at working with the younger generation to build a prosperous nation. Uh, I would ask you, do, do you subscribe you know, to this uh, idea of the older generation or Obasanjo's generation of politicians for them to step aside? Christian, let, let, let me start from here. Uh, on the seventeenth of March, mm. on my birthday, the third Akin Kalina justice will take place. Oh yes, and it seems that um, Baba Basho was probably looking into our scripts when he made that uh, allusion or that uh, uh, suggestion. Yes, because what we are talking about is the Sosoki generation and the part to take to twenty twenty three. The part to take in twenty twenty three, particularly for the Sosoki generation. Don't do forget. I don't even belong to that that generation. But then the truth of the matter is that. Um, for one uh, who has benefited immensely from uh, Nigeria, Baba Ambassador, being a two-time president, being arguably the most celebrated Nigerian politically, internationally, and locally, and you will agree with me that for him to have said that at this time is instructive. It's very instructive. Uh, while coming to the studio this morning, I listened to other colleagues on other stations uh, who were discussing this, and there was there was a, 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 more of a debate. Somebody said, you know, you just take the message, leave the messenger. Somebody said, okay, how many youth did he, did he empower mm. as a president for eight years? How many youths did he ensure were in uh, positions? And how many people did he mentor? Because it's just, it doesn't just talk about his generation living. He also spoke about his generation mentoring the next set of gener- leaders, particularly to tackle insecurity. And the likes. And so for me, I think uh, we have reached a stage where we have to take message and uh, take the message and not bother too much about the face of the messenger. We may even put a mask on the face of the messenger mm-hmm. and take the message. Now, I want to juxtapose this with the position of Ashwaj Wala Tidubu. Oh, yes. I, your I town to get to that. And about a few days yes. ago. Where he said, yes, youth, you'll be president, but wait for your time. You'll be president after me. Do you understand? Mm. So even from the ruling elite, there's a, there's a huge difference. They're not on the same page. And all, all empires 
do not do not do, do, do not collapse or fail because of the interest of the ruling masses. Empires that fail, empires that fail, fail because there are fundamental rifts, not ideological, fundamental rifts on between the holders of power. Now in Nigeria, arguably, Ashwajibala Menechidubu is a power broker. He says to you, us, you will be president, mm. but wait for your time. You will be president after me. I was I said, you, uh, my generation should leave. So what does it mean? It means that there's a lacuna that the youth of Nigeria can penetrate mm. to gain all of power. Now, do I believe that leadership, uh, uh, focused leadership will come only from the youth? I disagree. We have seen youths in this country who were governors at 33, who were governors at 36, who messed the old states up. Who, 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 who are sitting in court till now, 10, 15, 16 years after they left office. Mm. Whereas we have also seen leaders in other climate south of Nigeria who are in their 80s, who are subsidiarian, from, I hope I'm right, and are performing because the institutions are firm, the institutions are strong, and they do not need strong personalities. When you build strong institutions, the people benefit generally. But when you build strong persons, strong personalities, in place of institutions, the cronies around these individuals benefit. So in my estimation, mm. if they say the future is for the youth of Nigeria, when is that future going to be? So you are, are you aligning? So I are align you, totally, in totality. That the older generation should step aside. Because in my, in, in my estimation, Majority of the problems we have today are we have them not because the youth people behind my generation or my generation are that bad at leadership, but these people fail to prepare for today. Are, are you, would, would the problem we, okay? ha- we, we are having today mm-hmm. did not start today. The problems have been there since Papa also mentioned it since after the civil war. Did I cause the civil war? My generation caused the civil war. It was in insecurity. Was it my generation that said in the seventies that the problem of Nigeria is not money? What to spend his money on? <laughs> was it my generation who cannot even define basic minerals we have? But when you look at young men in Nigeria today, are doing within Nigeria and outside Nigeria, in ICT, in tech, in construction, in medicine, then you realize that the generation of Baba Sonjo and others had no business in leadership from 1999. They should have not had anything to do. Unfortunately, like I tell you, the people who own Nigeria always determine who become president. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a straightforward question. Um, I hope I can give a straightforward answer. Is Bola Metinubu, does it fall under the category of people, politicians in Obasanjo's generation? Apparently, yes. Clearly, yes. Clearly, yes. So, why? why and in my estimation, like yeah. I said, this generation had no business. Maybe in 1999, they had a business in leadership. Mm. But from 1999 till date, more than 20 years, and they still cling on to the to the straws of power, to the to, to the pole of power, seek power so assiduously, so intensely, you wonder to what end that they are seeking they seek this power. Has the younger generation shown that it has the capacity to, to build Nigeria, the Nigeria we want? Now let me tell you, when people ask these questions, I laugh. Because no generation can be worse than the present generation that got us where we are. This generation went to school free of charge, free meals in the uni, in the academies, wherever. 
government scholarship, they finished, they had Volkswagen, they had 504, they have all the best. The people who graduate from school today, you know how they start. And despite that, everywhere in the world, Nigerians are the choice of recruitment agents. They want them as doctors, they want them as engineers, they want them as scientists, experts, they want them as tech people. Because when they go to these climbs, when, when the system is more normal, they perform. Their best comes out. So why are they unable to perform here? So when people say, do, we, do this generation have what it takes? I tell you, yes. Because despite the limitations that have been put on them by their, by, by their grandfathers, I said grandfathers, now deliberate use of, the, use of that word, by their grandfathers, they still excel. They still find a way to excel. So if this generation that, that got us where we are from the 70s, don't forget, do go and look at it very well. People that, 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 that they call themselves so-called leaders today have been in leadership since the 70s. Some of them earlier than that. And they still cling on to it. If they are not in the, in the government leadership per se, they go and set up some community sakamanje to call themselves leaders of zones and administer and gain influence. All for their own uh, self-end. So in my estimation, the Nigerian youth... We take into consideration what they are doing outside Nigeria, even within Nigeria, in sports, in, in, in administration, in technology, in commerce, in finance, half what it takes to lead Nigeria. Unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, the people who own, the, who own these nations, I doubt if they will trust one of us to become leaders. And unfortunately, more unfortunately, the Nigerian youth can never or will be unable to mobilize themselves suddenly stand behind one person because the people of Nigeria know how to use money effectively. Not the use of ethnicity. Not the use of religion. Once they bring these two, three, three issues into the equation, they scatter the, 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 the equation and eventually, if we are not careful, one of them may be present again in 2020. Alright, let's move from this particular story to another one having to do with uh, fuel subsidy. Labor fumes as IMF warns federal government against fresh borrowings. Now, the IMF has its position concerning subsidy. It's always said that uh, fuel subsidy should be taken away, that it's a burden on the Nigeria economy, as it were. But the reality for Nigerians seem to be entirely different. Um, Some of the conversations, when you ask questions having to do with fuel subsidy, uh, people will say that's probably the only thing they actively benefit from the government. So when the IMF is stating its position on one hand, and, uh, you know, talking about the economic realities. Nigerians are also stating their own economic realities, on another hand. Uh, which, which reality should we go by, especially looking at uh, details of what the IMF is saying when it comes to the Lulu, subsidy? From 1995, there was an in Lautec, mm. till I graduated, till date. There are organizations that I've always known to be totally anti-people, Imperialist with imperialist agenda, self-serving imperialist agenda, um, uh, and uh, uh, capitalist organizations. That the intent is to perpetuate Nigerians in poverty. I don't know their interest. The IMF is number one on that list. The World Bank. In fact, all the Bretton Woods financial institutions do not have the interest of Nigerians at heart. Mm. And any nation, particularly a developing nation from Africa, that wants to develop, has to develop despite, has to develop without them, has to learn to stand on its own. 
Yes, they, may, they, 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 they look for a good point. They say, yes, first subsidy is good. But why, why were they? When the refineries were being run, run aground? Why were they when the privatization of these refineries was taking, putting money in the hands of people? What article did they read? What, what, what separate did they release to us? How did they advise the government of Nigeria? But now that the Nigerian government has listened to the people, now, in its totality, I know that the first person is not for us. It's not meant to be. But then, is it Lulu who spoiled the refineries? Is it Akib Karim who has been at the head of uh, uh, petroleum affairs in Nigeria since 1960, 1970, and ensure that refineries are not working? You now have a situation with that small country, small, very small neighboring country that just discovered oil less than two decades ago and are building refineries with the intention that the Nigerian government will come and refine them. What was our, what, what was our stock capacity of our refineries? So, are you so, saying, so okay. they will not pick one issue out of isolation. Mm. They, are not, they are not talking on the reaction that first subsidy must stay, should not go. But when the refineries were not being properly administered, no, they're saying full subsidy should go. That the government should not. Should, should not that yeah. is the position. Mm. The position is that the government said for 18 months they are going to stick to first subsidy. Mm-hmm. And they said that, oh, if it means that we are going to affect your your foreign, for, for, foreign uh, uh, forex, uh, the, the stabilization fund that we have, mm-hmm. or we are going to resort to the CBN for ways and measures. For, for overdraft. For overdraft, yeah. means and ways. How does that affect them? I mean, they're financial experts. Which experts? They should expert for their countries. You see, they, I, I hope you have read this book, How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. Mm. If you have read that book, you realize that there's no intention of the of the world superpowers, economic powers, that is in the interest of the developing world. It's only for the in, for their own interest. But they masquerade it. They mask it. They have their real intentions. Mm. Their real intention is to perpetuate poverty in Africa and particularly in Nigeria. And unfortunately, our leaders have tied themselves to the apons of this of these bourgeois organizations, of these capitalist organizations, who are never poor people. Don't they have mean subsidies in Europe? Mm. Don't they have other forms of subsidies in America, in Canada, in Australia? Do the government not find a way to 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 to, to have it within the existing financial framework? So, what do we have a subsidy here? Nothing on health, nothing on infrastructure. Yes, if you say the subsidy is bad, yes, I agree, it's bad. But then, is it the appropriate time to remove it? Well, you see, when the burden of removal will be worse than sustaining it, you even saw the Nigerian government who wanted to bring palliatives. And the money they were going to bring as palliative for removal of all subsidy was more than the all subsidy yes. that they were removing. Yes, yes. That tells you the mathematics don't add up. Mm. Let them refine locally. Let them refine locally. Let's remove the cost of freight. Let's move out also all sorts of uh, taxation on the on the subsidy that that creates jobs for the for the, for the Igbo man. Let them locally. Let's have petrochemical derivatives that can aid our economy, that can aid our laboratories, that can aid our our production processes, and then they can remove the subsidy. Okay. Now at that point, nobody even there's no basis for for mm. subsidy because we are not importing, mm. but we are still importing, and you want the government. To wickedly and malicious, I say maliciously, deliberately, maliciously remove the subsidy to worsen the poverty of Nigerians. Any organization that does that 
should, they should come to Osho Dakwa and say that to Nigerians. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to another issue real quick before we open the phone lines this morning. Let's come to Ogun State, where uh, there will be the installation of a new Oba after about 28 years without a ruler, without a traditional ruler in that part of uh, the state. Uh, what do you make of this uh, improvement, as it were? Yes, that was a huge congratulations to them. Because uh, usually communities that have had Obas for long and then all of a sudden one Oba... I joined his ancestors and then I, I'm not sure of the details of the case and for whatever reason, maybe selection, maybe whatever, and they will be unable to have for more than two decades. Then mm. when they have now and they are installing because of each celebration, don't forget that the traditional institution, as much as we deride it, as much as the uh, government and politicians uh, think that they have no roles to play, have very fundamental roles to play. And I have always said that we advance better we're able to integrate the traditional institutions into into leadership mechanism as as a nation find a, a way to accommodate them and uh, it, it has been done before where all the traditional institutions were in the parliament and they were they had purposeful discussion focused discussion and so i think if they are having the urban now it's a good one for them and i join multitude of nigerians in congratulating them all right, we'll go on a quick break. When we return, we'll be opening the phone lines to get your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. The phone lines will be a part of the conversation, 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. Stick around, it's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Welcome back. The phone lines to be a part of a conversation. 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where you are. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm usually obsessed with you. You are selfish. We are thirsty. We have removed somebody from kerosene for the common man. We have removed this one of the petrol. We are ruining the economy for people for our children, not to get jobs. It's because you can't do they don't get jobs. And they 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 continue. 
Let us remove the subsidy. Listen to the economic advisor. Mm. What well, is not the word you are talking about, sir? Everybody listen to you this morning. You know that economically, you don't have the, you don't have the knowledge there. So that is the reason. Let us face the reality. Right. Remove the right word to the remove and then if you want to set down, set down on the head, set down on agriculture. That is because it is the level everybody. Thank you for your okay. thoughts. Uh, is of the opinion that if there should be a subsidy, it should be on other things and not necessarily few. Yes, and I, I didn't listen to the last caller from uh, the starter. Apparently, he has the right to his opinion. He has heard his opinion. My opinion is that I know that the subsidy on petrol at the moment, mm. and I know that's the only subsidy we have. I know that an average Nigerian doesn't have health insurance. I know that an average Nigerian doesn't get subsidy on so many things, right? And uh, and unfortunately, the petrol as a form of as as a source of energy is crucial to the well-being of every Nigerian. It's crucial to inflation. It's crucial to development. It's crucial to even um, the industries, cottage industries, and whatever anybody has to do. So, in my opinion, if the man feels we should have subsidy on that thing, not on fuel, then at least we should refine locally first. Mm. We should be able to refine 100%. Nobody has said subsidy is the best way for us to go. But when the available is not, uh, when the preferable is not available, the preferable becomes available. So yeah. we need to refine locally and ensure. And if you want subsidy, you can also suggest. But what we have now is subsidy on petrol, petrol not even on diesel, not even on kerosene. Mm. It's only on petrol, on PMS. And until we're able to refine locally, I think my estimation, considered view, then the subsidy should remain. Right, let's take more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, your name and where are you calling from? Uh, engineer Afolabi, I'm calling from Songo. Go ahead. Uh, yes, you see, I think uh, the last caller got it wrong. Why do I say so? No, he says that to his own opinion. But uh, tactically, technically, when you look at what petrol is all about in Nigeria, you will discover that the Nigerian government, they are selling more higher crude at the international market. And where we are supposed to have uh, out of the game, we are still been asking to be leveled upon and to, to pay higher again. It's a common sense. It's a common sense. Like I keep saying, said, why don't you make sure that you produce locally and make sure you, even the crude you are going to supply the refinery has to be on top currency, not high currency. For God's sake. For example, I am producing cassava. And I am to export the cassava. Why should I? I mean, why, why should I import gari? Mm. I think I have to pro- produce the gari here locally within my locality. Mm. Okay. My people can buy and eat and fed well. All right. Thank you for. And you, yes, it's an example. Mm. It is wrong for Nigerian government to say. Uh, we, we, we are, we are, to me, I don't believe really the, the extra one that you, 
you are you are getting from the export. Yes. Real quick. The extra extra mm-hmm. is the one you are using to sub, to, 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 to to sustain the price of your country so that they will not go in poverty. Thank you for they will, your economy will continue to grow. Thank so, you for your thoughts. Thank you for your thoughts. They okay. should not no, I am not supporting that not means a lot of subsidy removal. Good right. good morning. Thank you. Still taking more calls, 80 333 and 0907-800-1079. Uh, there's this a particular story that I, I would love to touch on before I go back to the phone lines. Uh, in the Paunch newspaper, Bill proposes punishment for corrupt officials, siblings, other beneficiaries. I'll take that story real quick. The Senate is considering a bill seeking to prescribe punishment for family members confirmed to have benefited from the proceeds of corruption, especially by a civil or public servant. The Proceeds of Crimes Recovery and Management Bill 2021, sponsored by the lawmaker representing Taba Central, seeks to establish a commission to handle for feature of assets acquired through criminal and illegal activities. Uh, Yusufi spoke to journalists on the bill, proposed punishment for corrupt Nigerians, spouses, children, siblings and parents who have benefited from proceeds of corruption. Akim Karim, uh, do, do you agree with this, this bill? Mm. Sincerely, I think um, to the extent that uh, corruption has really um, affected us so considerably, I think uh, any any means or any process that will reduce corruption, that will discourage corruption, and that will uh, let the resources of Nigeria work for Nigerians, for mm. the of Nigerians, I, I support. Although I doubt how, how it's going to pan out, because eventually you realize that even the people, maybe allegedly the people making the laws, uh, maybe on the long run will also be guilty of it. But then, there's, uh, there's a huge difference between the people who do contracts, government contracts, and people who just steal directly from government. It's still all corruption. So I think, to the extent that uh, corruption has deprived of so many basic infrastructures in the nation, mm. I think any attempt to reduce corruption by any of governments, I will support. There's always been the argument also where you say uh, maybe people in communities, families, people don't question the source of people's wealth anymore once you bring the money to the table. But do, do you think when an adult, you know, takes a decision to be corrupt, should any other person be punished for another yes, person's usually, crime? Usually, usually those adults who have stolen from the coffers of government, their children and their relatives and their cronies know that they are not spending legitimate money. When you have a dad who is a governor, a local government chairman, a senator, a president, you know their salary. And you, when moments they go beyond those uh, the, the brackets and what society will confer on them, then you should know that once you're a beneficiary of that, you have... Jerobas uh, have a saying that the person who went up the shelf to steal a, 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 a jerry can of palm oil it is not it's not only involved in the stealing but somebody collected from him somebody helped him so when you look at it look at most of the corruption cases you see that they, they will have created accounts in the names of the parents of the children rather mm. and then they laundered the money there and then they use them find a way to take them outside the shores of nigeria so more often than not even if the children or their relatives do not support them they benefit from it i want to benefit from corruption Maybe there's a law that can stop them to take back what you have benefited illegally. 
I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong in that. All right, let's go back to the phone line, 80 332 Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Larry. I like what we're calling from Larry. Go ahead, Larry. My, my new to Mr. King Karim. Morning, sir. I totally uh, support his position on the issue of the removal of subsidies. Since our government has failed to, to ensure that our refinery are working perfectly, so they need to bear the brunt. And that's the only thing we are enjoying from government. There is no palliative they can give to us if they remove subsidies. There is no palliative that can, they can give to us that will circulate that everybody will enjoy. Mm. So if they should subsidize uh, agricultural products, uh, they should subsidize something, they should be a subsidy for farmers. You will see that the money will go to few hands. And even farmers that are politicians. But this subsidy, first subsidy, is the only thing we can see with the current uh, first candidate occasioned by the uh, adulterated importation of adulterated products. You can see how Fushia petrol is, how Fushia it is for our economy. Mm. So, men, majority people, they depend on it. You can see the queue. If there is first this uh, scarcity, you can never experience, such a queue can never be experienced. I likewise kerosene. But it's only this petrol, it is, it is the backbone of the production and the backbone of the economy of Nigeria. Mm. So, government should, the subsidy should, should remain until our finery are properly fixed so that more jobs can be created and we can equally have uh, more, uh, more foreign earnings. We can be collecting more, more from the foreign exchange. Thank you very much. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, still taking more calls. Let's have your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. Uh, 080-33-22-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, my dear brother. Good morning to Akim. Morning, sir. Hey, you have Solomon and I am calling you from Lagos. Go ahead. Um, I don't know whether I can talk about Abakiari's story this morning. Oh, yes. Why not? Can I talk? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. It's in the papers. Um, Abakiari, I am not surprised. Uh, for the past one week now, I've been thinking about this particular issue. What always comes to my mind is Abakiari today, who is going to be tomorrow. Mm. Majority of the people who are criticizing Abakiari today, who are condemning him, are worse than Abakiari. Let everybody search their conscience this morning. What are you doing against this country? You can see Abakiari. What he's doing is not is it, it, not something that we can we can even said the youth can learn from. You, me, in our own way, what are we doing mm. to make this country to move forward? Abakari is one of the leaders. He's a leader on his own, in his place. So what is he doing? So for me, this morning, Nigerians who are listening to me this morning, touch your conscience. What are you doing? Before you even criticize Abakari, does that mean that what you are doing is worse? That what Abakiari is doing. 
right. for us in this country because Abakari is not a good ambassador to this country. So also we have millions of people, Nigerians, who are not a good ambassador this country. Thank you very much. Thank you for the thought. Uh, you know, but uh, for Abakiari so far, he has not uh, been uh, declared guilty, as it were. You know, there's, no. still, there's still allegations. There's the allegations, but there's you know, the average Nigerian already, <laughs> already mm. condemned him. And mm. uh, I think I, I think we spoke about this in the battle yesterday. Mm. I, I said to you, and I still maintain that, that there's a carry in all of us. Uh, there's a carry in all sectors of the Nigerian economy. Allegedly, the the hypocrisy in Indonesia is so much that uh, worse people, people worse than Abakari, will criticize him. But then, what do we need? We we do not need to lament too much about Abakari. Let the Lord take his course. Mm. Let's build institutions, the systems to prevent a recurrence. Like I was asking me yesterday, if we feel that all the cases that Abakari handled should be visited, I said, by who? By his colleagues. By the police system that allowed him to walk when he was when they told us he was on suspension on suspension, by the police system that allowed him to to be galvanizing around when he was on suspension and should be in a sober mood somewhere thinking and reflecting, or by his colleagues who are probably worse than him who feel that he was not smart enough. If you are calling for a judicial review of his activities as with the case handled, yes, I trust the Nigerian judiciary relatively. But for to say the police should review the activity of the police, no. So you you don't have faith in the police? No, I do not. In this instance, I do not. I lack faith in them in this instance. Mm. But the police has rescued me, rescued me many times, <laughs> and so I have to have faith in them. Oh. And they are our friends. Have you forgotten? The police is your friend. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's go back to the phone lines. Zero eight zero double three double two ten seven nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seven nine. Those are the four lines to be a part of a conversation. Let's have your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines uh, this morning. Okay. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Lulu. Good morning to you. I'm Kaidi from Abekucha. Akim Karim, good morning to you. God nice. bless you, Akim. Nice. Uh, you see, um, great to have uh, Papa Basanjo talk this morning. Mm. You see, the notion that the presence of uh, all these old politicians, old brigands, I will say, uh, should not be the element to continue to seal, I mean, uh, that will publish, uh, will see reason that they will continue to maintain excellence and quality in youths. Most of our youths can also have uh, maintain excellence and quality that we are looking up to in order to have a uh, a lively nation. I am telling you. So today, uh, I think we need to begin to see reason why we need to awaken the spirit of responsibility in our youth. I know that we have a lot of them elsewhere outside the country because of the bad situation of the country. Why can't we bring them back home? Why can't we support them? Why can't all others say no to all these old brigands that they have continued to uh, uh, imbibe in us that old identity, which we call third world country? For how long should we continue to be like that? You see, if we are looking for, to, for freedom, which is I see as a true freedom at all, uh, we must begin to see reason why Freedom should not be something you receive. It should be something that happens to you. And I know that the freedom I'm asking for for myself, which happens to me freely from God, should not be taught 
by all this old generation any longer. Let's stop it once and for all from today, from this morning. If that is done, I am telling you, let us uh, begin to see how we can sharpen and uh, 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 sharpen it, right. and then strengthen with our skill, so that we bring we bring more success as youth. I'm not saying I'm a youth, but at the same time, we need more powerful, available youths that will be on ground now Thank to destroy you. all the uh, bad motive of these people. Awkwardness, we can't have it any longer. All right. These people have fooled us so long, and look at what uh, Tinubu was saying. Uh, now, stay okay. for now, and then let me do my own, and then you can now call. What kind of wayward word was oh that? Oh my, let's it's quite embarrassing. Thank we you. need uh, you, people like Baba Sanjo to tell us, to tell the truth to power. Thank you and for your I have to let you go. You spent about uh, close to three minutes there talking about uh, these different issues. But we need to take more calls from other individuals. But um, Akim Kareem, it, it seems we're, we're bashing the older generation. Uh, old does not necessarily mean that uh, being older does not necessarily, does not say that they don't have the capacity. You know, no, no, no. It's not, it's not about lack of capacity. But Lulu, you and, and, and I, being young and does not show does, does, does not, not confer capacity. Yes. But then when you have done a process, when you have tried a group of people for a period of more than 30, 40 years, and the Nigerian nation is where we are on infrastructure, on health, on education, on policy, on foreign policy, on, on the beggar economy, on the distributed economy, then you can know that their combined capacity, the best of their combined capacity, they are taking us where we are. So why don't why, why don't we change guard? Mm. Why don't we change the approach? If their combined capacity, let's even say from 1980 till date, has made us the headquarter of poverty in the world, that means tactically, without missing what, the generation has failed. That's what it implies. So when they say it has capacity, what all the combined capacity, where have we reached with all those capacity? The people were leading us when I was in primary school, as leading us today. As you calling shots, and when the naira is one one naira to five hundred something today, so it's it's a reflection of their failure, group and collective failure. Mm. Let's get to the full lines. Hello, good morning. People have combined capacity. Hello, they will see from nineteen eighty. Hello. And has made us. Hello, good morning. My, my, do turn off or turn down your radio set whenever you want to call. Zero eight zero double three double two ten five nine. Hello, good morning. This will be the last call. Hello. Hello, good morning. Am I through to Fresh Fresh 107.9 FM. You have two minutes. Real quick. Okay, quickly. Uh, thank you. Uh, my name is uh, Pastor Olama Kinde. Mm. And I'm calling from the meeting that we can do on this time. I have two questions for the guest in the studio. The question is this. Yes, Those who are behind this well uh, nonsense, the dirty well. Okay. Why are they not being punished today? Mm-hmm. The second question quickly is on uh, Abakiani. Why, why, why is it that uh, this man is now coming out with a uh, <laughs> uh, I am sick, I am this and that. Let them, let, let those who are the, the, the people in the Hi, I'm Ozzy Yuma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh. Look what I brought for you. Welcome to Fresh 
107.9 FM. We educate. We inform. We entertain. We play feel-good music. All right. My name is Blessing, and I have here with me Madam Vivian from the Vision Business Hub. Madam Vivian, you are welcome to the studio. Thank you, and good day to you all. Good to be with you in the studio. Madam Vivian, what do you have to tell us about the Vision Business Hub? Yes, the Vision Business Hub is an international business partnership organization. It is a problem-solving agent. We are out there to teach and show people a system they can use to generate cash flow for any personal project or business without going to anybody. You don't need any of those headaches before you can raise capital. If you want to create wealth for yourself and your family, our business development assistance program can help you to achieve this. Now, listen to me and listen again. The Vision Business Hub is an international organization. Through our business development partnership assistance program, we have trained many people how to generate cash flow for their business or project without borrowing or using collateral. Thank you so much. Please, who are the categories of people that could benefit from this initiative? Okay, actually the initiative is for everyone, whether you are a business owner or not, or you are looking for how to create a supplemental income to be able to pay your rent, school fees, have financial freedom, and live a less stressful life this year. If you want to start a business and you don't have the capital, can you consult the consultant of the Vision Business Hub? Or you want to expand your business and you don't have the means, consult the consultant of the Vision Business Hub. If you are a professional, you are a doctor, lawyer, a bank worker, engineer, professor, teacher, or even if you are a civil servant, Whatever your status or qualification may be in the society, the consultant of the Vision Business Hub are there to teach and mentor you for the next 